firerecruitmentaustralia.com. Become a firefighter without wasting years of your life, time, money and effort on things that won't work. Get the facts and what works. You're listening to the Fire Recruitment Australia podcast with your host, Brent Clayton. Hey there, it's Brent Clayton from firerecruitmentaustralia.com. Each week, I host a free webinar for anyone that's interested in joining the fire service here in Australia. It's a highly competitive intake, so it's important that you know everything you need to know without wasting your time, effort and money and energy on things that won't work. Here's a clip from my recent webinar. Hey there, Brent Clayton here from fireequipmentaustralia.com. And what I'm gonna share with you today could literally save you 12 months or more of your life. So what I'm talking about today is uh, the interview process within the fire service and why it is so important that um, you do the best job that you can at this point of the recruitment process. And I'm gonna show you sort of through a few points of why this is so important and where people sit in, in the sort of process and competence of interviewing. Um, so how those that get jobs do get jobs and how those that miss out, miss out and why that's important. So the reason for my timing of this video is because over the last couple of weeks, I have spoken to three different people in three different fire services in the country that took multiple times to get jobs because when they got to the interview, they weren't where they needed to be. So this is, we're talking about um, years of people's lives just because they didn't do the right prep and understand how important it is to work on that skill and get it to a point where you can beat other people and get the job. So it's gonna run through a few points with you uh, to try and give you some context on why this is so important. So the first one is um, about controlling the outcomes of things that you can throughout the process. So on this timeline that I've got up here, you've got your application, your cognitive or your aptitude, uh, your pack test, your sort of fitness stuff, um, your profiling will be in there somewhere. This obviously changes depending on what service you're applying to. Um, then right at the end here, we've got the interview, right? And the reason why it's so bloody important is because it's at this end of the process. So who wants to get this far down the process and drop out and have to start back, right back at the start when the job offer is just here? So. I would encourage you to control the outcome of the interview as much as you can because if you do that, then we're over here where we want to be getting a job offer. So you're as close as you're ever going to be, but if you don't prepare, you're also extremely far away. I have another story of a guy that I met unfortunately after he failed at the interview process in New South Wales and he was struggling to get back to that point. And he actually ended up giving up and getting a job in um, patient transport or something much less desirable for him. But this is the impact that it can have on your life. So I just wanna stress how bloody important it is to get as good as you can at interviewing so that you can demonstrate that you're the right person for the job. All right, so that's the first point. So we wanna control what we can and this we can control our skills within the interview environment, okay? So the second thing is, this is your biggest opportunity 
to beat other people and get the job. Because by the time we get the interview, we've knocked out bunches of people, hundreds and thousands sometimes of people to get to here. And a lot of these people that are sitting in the same position as you are lucky enough to have got to the interview, they don't know what they don't know sometimes. And, you know, it's they don't prepare properly, um, or they think they're prepared properly, but they haven't, they're not competitive. Um, and the thing is, at this point, you don't have to be the best. You've just got to be better than the rest. So it's your biggest opportunity to be better than the rest. And by the time we get to this point, you might only have to be better than 10 or 20 other people, which is easier than you think because people don't know how to prepare properly for interviews. So you want to be in the top sort of bunch of people so that you get a job offer, all right? So cool, the next thing I'm gonna run you through, you may have seen this before, I call it the um, interview competence pyramid. It's something that I came up with because people fall into one of sort of five categories in interview competence. So the idea of this is to give you an idea of where you might be sitting currently so you can get an idea of your sort of chances of getting a position. So down the bottom here in the first position, which is where most people are, we've got the people that have no idea. Okay, so this is where I was um, 10 or 11 years ago when I first applied for a job at the fire service. I really had no experience interviewing. I wasn't confident talking about myself or um, communicating my skills, etc., to other people, particularly in the environment of interviews. So. That's where most people are starting off. Well, not most people, but there's a lot of people in that area. So, in the next level, um, these people have got a, a rough idea of how it works and the structure of an interview, okay? So, you may have had an interview before, you've got a bit of an idea of, you know, what they're gonna ask you, etc. Um, and, you know, but it's still pretty foreign. So, unfortunately, if you fall into one of these two spots, you are not getting a job in the fire service. Simple as that. And my suggestion is that there's about 10% of people right down the bottom. In the next one, I reckon, there's about 35% fall into this category. The thing about these guys is that they're in the don't know what they don't know section. So they don't understand even what it is that they need to be working on to improve themselves, right? So we, <laughs> at a minimum, want to make sure we're not in that part of the pyramid. So the next section is you got the structure, like you understand what's going on. You got the structure down pat, and you can deliver an answer. Right, so this is like someone that's had a bit of a look around, they understand they're gonna have a, an interview with the fire service and they've looked up something on the internet and it's like, oh, here's the star thing and then they've come up with a few answers and, you know, done a bit of practice or, or whatever. So that's that's the sort of the, the next sort of area and I think this is where a lot of people fall into this area and sort of stay there and think that they are prepared. So 
I reckon you've got about um, 30% in there. And this sort of area, you may be able to get a job in a less competitive fire service um, during a period of high intake. So you may be able to sort of get through if you're lucky. So I'd prefer to know that I'm gonna get a job. And that's what I work on with my guys is to get to the next couple of um, sections. So here's the next one. Right, so structured, you got that covered. And you can deliver, you can deliver an answer and, and you can make it a bit interesting so they're not wanting to fall asleep and all that sort of stuff. So. Not a bad spot to be in because you know you're structured. You know what's going on. You can you can tell a story. You can relate to them and be a bit more interesting. All right. So I reckon um, probably twenty percent of people that are a bit switched on in this environment would be sitting in here. And once again, um, can get a job in a you know maybe a bit less competitive environment or what have you. But so the area that I work on people to aim for is the top sort of five, five percentage. That way we know we're getting a job, basically. So when you're in this area, you know the structure, you've got your interesting story so that you, they're actually listening to you. You nail all of the points. So you, know, like you can listen to the question and understand it so that your response nails all of the points in, in that question. And you stand out. Right, so you stand out. After you've left the interview, they're like, that guy, fantastic, or that girl's fantastic. Right, so this is the bit where we get the trophy uh, of the job. And this is the aim. So for the people that I work with, that's what we're aiming to do um, as far as the interview goes. And the thing about this is you can absolutely control this. Like, it, it is crazy to me that you would get this far into a process and not control something that you are able to. So I've found that people that follow absolutely every step of what I ask them to do, they just get jobs. So I, it just baffles me that people can control this and they don't. So. Hopefully, if I've given you one thing today out of this, so you understand the importance of the interview and how competitive the interview is, so that you can go away and make sure that you're in the top 5% and you're getting a job offer, okay? So, if you want to work on this with me, uh, go to my website and it's fireacruitmentaustralia.com slash coaching. Jump on the phone and we can have a bit of a chat about the best way we can help you and we can go forward from there. I'm Brent Clayton, this is fireacruitmentaustralia.com. Make sure you give us a thumbs up if you found this helpful. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time. So if you wanna learn how to become a firefighter without wasting your time, money and effort on things that don't work, click on the show notes and sign up for my free webinar or visit firerecruitmentaustralia.com and go to the blog Thanks for listening to Fire Recruitment Australia's podcast and I'll catch you next Monday for more tips to help you stand out in the recruitment process.
You're listening to the Fire Recruitment Australia podcast with Brent Clayton. Visit firerecruitmentaustralia.com.